You get a top hat and a sword with your PhD. Oh yeah, you're all set. That's better than any pot. Finland is too good. So we'll, it's yin and yang, man. We gotta have it. Finland doesn't exist. exist. We are, we have negative I bought some. If none of the Finns fly me and Nick out to Finland, it's a fake country. What is going on YouTube? What is up? My name is Little Boy. My name is Little Boy. And welcome to Little Boy Shoebox. Today on Little Boy Shoebox, we're going to be, well, you don't really want to know what we're going to be doing today, but it involves a shoebox and a lot of ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to be conspiracy realists where we're, we're real. Maybe. We could be AI generated. Yeah, someone, <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone took all of Judd Apatow's movies and every conspiracy theory in recorded history and fed them into a AI and asked them to write a script <laughs> for podcast episodes, and then we put it out and say it's improv so that people can't. That is it. Judge it. That's the true conspiracy. Now that it's out. You will all be terminated. Thanks for tuning in to this government-funded experiment. I've been Chet Baker, and this has been the Chet Baker Hour. Where we baked nothing. Yeah, it's, it's an hour of prepping to bake and not baking. It's the opposite of Rachel Ray, where she would... Well, actually... I guess it is just like Rachel Ray, except instead of doing that thing where she has one pre-made that she immediately pulls out, you know, like she puts it in the oven. Like, we just didn't do that. <laughs> and then we ran out of time. So we were just like, ah. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Tune in next week where we'll do the same thing. Welcome welcome back to Conspiracy Realists. He's Austin Harvey. I'm Nick Sarnelli. I've got another conspiracy for you. Well, Austin I've got does. a doozy this week. I always like to set up my my episodes like i don't know what we're talking about going in and i'm trying to (laughs) like i always want to like establish a mystery you know what i mean like i literally title the episodes the conspiracy theory so it's never a secret for anyone listening what we're for anyone but me yeah and even this time i told you ahead of time so there's no yeah i'm 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 quite aware of what today's i will give a little bit of backstory because i the reason i came upon this theory is I was writing an article for Discover Magazine about the stigma around adult ADHD, and I talked to this psychologist who I've, you know, I've used her as a source for a few different articles and stuff. We talked for like 45 minutes, and partway through it, she mentioned that in Finland, there's a lower diagnosis rate of ADHD, and she attributed it mostly to their school system, because the Finnish school system is a lot more adaptable, and they let kids be more creative and instead of punishing kids who are fidgety and who act out they just readjust how they're teaching and they also get 15 minutes of recess in between every lesson which is like wow awesome (laughs) so so i I went on this whole thing and i was like i was like oh man i want to find out like everything i can about finland so here are just here are some facts here are some fun facts i found about finland that's how i'm gonna start this okay Finland is known as the land of a thousand lakes, but they actually have 187,888 lakes. What the f***? 
That's so a lot of lakes. That's so a many. A thousand lakes. is a lot. A thousand is a lot of lakes. What? What did you say? What was the number? One hundred and eighty-seven thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight. So over a hundred thousand lakes. How big is Finland? Not very big, and seventy-four percent of that country is covered in forests. Jeez. So I don't know where they're putting these lakes. I have no idea. That's absurd. It's an insane amount of water. Did you get that from Wikipedia? No, I um I got it from like Helsinki. I it was lifeinnorway.net slash Finland dash facts if anybody wants to <laughs> pull up the article and read along. <laughs> you wanna log on and take a take a look at these digits. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I mean I don't know how reliable life in Norway they but they have books. They have they have a podcast, not that I would promote it, but they have it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, hundred eighty-seven thousand eight hundred eighty-eight is the of- official question mark number. Okay, they're the happiest country in the world, according to CNN, as of this year. Shit, pretty much all of them are not Icelandic. What's the word I'm looking for? Not Slavic. Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Thank you. Yeah, they're all Scandinavian countries. It's like Sweden, Denmark, Norway, Iceland are like the top five or four or whatever. <laughs> but Finland, number one. Number one. Number one. They have their own language, too, which I didn't know. Finnish Finnish. is its own language, yeah. And they're the only place that speaks it, but apparently it used to be a really widespread thing, and you can kind of just look at a map over the years of it getting narrower. Huh. And the Finnish word for Finland is Suomi, and nobody knows why. It's just... (laughs) They just... That's what they called it. That's what they called it. (laughs) They call it Suomi, and then everyone else called it... Finland. Interesting. Don't know why. What did Native Americans call America? We don't even know that. We don't even fucking know. And there were so many different tribes, they all probably could have called it different things. Or I don't even know if they I don't even know if they viewed it as a country or just Earth. Yeah, the world's pretty fucked, huh? On to the next fact. Uh, what else? We got another fact about Finland. They have more saunas than they do cars. What? <laughs> there are more saunas in Finland. Then there are cars. We gotta just pack it up and move to Finland. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That sounds like a utopia. They have National Sleepyhead Day, where the last person in a family to wake up is thrown into a lake or the sea by the rest of their family. Well, they've got a lot to choose from. <laughs> they have seen it. <laughs> There's... <laughs> Everyone has a lake in their backyard. They don't have swimming pools because they just have... One of 100,000 f***ing 800 lakes. That's probably why they have so many saunas. I bet everyone has one. It's There's a lot of water. Uh, once you finish... No pun intended. <laughs> I'm going to finish all over her chest. <laughs> Usuomi. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> if you get a PhD after your free college in Finland... You get a top hat and a sword with your PhD. All right, I'm moving to Finland. <laughs> that's it. No, that's a deciding factor for you. I will... Man, you didn't even tell me that much, and that's like, I'm sold. I know. And there's... I got more. This one's not as exciting, but still kind of cool. Angry Birds was created in Finland. Of course it was. They have a sport there, which is just racing, but you're riding a hobby horse. Hobby horse. And my favorite fact about Finland... They have a contest called wife carrying. What does that entail? (laughs) (laughs) You race, you carry your wife or a female teammate. The winner, though, this is the best part. The winner 
the the man who carries his wife the fastest through this obstacle course gets the equivalent of his wife's weight in beer. Whoa! Even like even a rail thin person would still be that's a lot of beer like regardless it'd be a lot of beer that would be a lot of beer like i guess and i want to say you like the reward is greater the bigger your wife is you gotta uh how do i say this um you got a fat mama (laughs) you got (laughs) respucia from norbit (laughs) how you doing victor I picked a really bad time to take a sip of whiskey. <laughs> oh, it burned. You feel it in your nose? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that'll clear your sinuses up. That's great for allergies. Oh, yeah, season. you're all set. That's better than a neti pot. That is way better. That's better than a neti pot. That's better than Flonase. But yeah, I agree with you. I think we should just pack up and move to Finland. Because it it is... A country out of a fairy tale. It is the most perfect place on earth. It seems too good to be true, to be honest. I was hoping you'd say that. (laughs) Because, as it turns out... Oh, no. It might be too good to be true. In fact... All that. And you're going to tell me that it's not real. Finland doesn't exist. It's not real. Not Just not exists. a place that exists. Not a place that exists. Yeah, it's not even that Like the facts about it are made up. It is... Finland, the landmass, does not exist. <laughs> There's no land. I, there. I would. Re- I mean, please go on. Okay. The theory says that since the early 1900s, relations between Japan and the Soviet Union were shaky but discreet. As early as 1925, they had secret agreements regarding each nation's fishing rights, and the Soviet Union gave most of its rights to Japan for seemingly no reason. Most of its rights to what fishing? Yeah, because they share waters. Like they're they're yeah. So they they gave most of the rights to Japan for whatever reason. Yeah, Russia was like, go fish. Japanese ambassadors drew a card, and he goes, "No, I'm I'm so sorry, I misspoke. You may fish in the ocean. We will not interrupt. But also, no, I do not have a two go fish." They were playing Go Fish while talking about their fishing agreements. Was That was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, in 1925, that... Yeah, 1925 is, like, the furthest back these conspiracy theorists have traced secret Japanese-Soviet agreements. They say they continued to establish secret treaties and alliances until the fall of the Soviet Union. Gorbachev frequently visited Japan and bragged about how relations between the two countries were improving, even though Soviet relations with the entirety of the rest of the world was terrible. (laughs) Kind of like today, (laughs) except no one's on their side. Uh, The theory pointed out two or or three other weird things. Um, In 1941, the two nations signed a peace treaty, and then Germany immediately went to war with the Soviet Union, and Japan was allied with Germany. And then despite Japan and Russia being so close in proximity during that war, they actually never fought that much. <laughs> and then throughout the Cold War, they had really good relations despite being ideologically opposed to each other. And at that point, Japan was... Uh, well, I mean, we had stripped them of their navy and their entire military and like you know i mean that was when 
Japan started turning into the Japan we know today, which is much more aligned with Western thought. So it was very weird that Russia and Japan had a very good relationship at the time. And the theory says that the reason for that is that in the midst of the Cold War, the two nations devised a plan to their mutual benefit. The Soviet Union knew of a large area of water between themselves and Sweden, which was a prime location for Japanese fishers who wanted to fish without worrying about environmental repercussions. So Japan and Russia came to an agreement. Japan would be allowed to fish in this discrete area of water, and Russia would help keep their secret in exchange for a percentage of the fish that Japan caught to avoid anyone catching on. They basically asked, where's the last place anyone would impose fishing regulations? The last place anyone would look for people violating fishing law on land. So they invented a country which they said existed between Russia and Sweden, and they called it Finland. And the plan from there was that Japan would get fish from the Finnish sea, transport it across Russia, which this theory says is the real reason for the construction of the Trans-Siberian Railway. And then from the eastern Russian coast, they would transport the fish back to Japan under the disguise of it being Nokia products. Nokia just so happens to be Finland's largest company. And Japan is the number one importer of Nokia products, despite the fact that very few Japanese people actually use those phones. That is suspicious. It is suspicious. So that's the justification for it. And this was from a a post on Reddit, from an Ask Reddit thread, as all good conspiracy theories are. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) But it it spawned its own separate subreddit, which I checked earlier has 42,000 active members. Jeez. Haven't people, like, been to Finland? Like, can you visit Finland? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can. (laughs) (laughs) There's a subreddit called It's r slash Finland Conspiracy And the post I found Actually has just like a Frequently asked questions Kind of thing at the end of it My favorite part of that is Question Why the name Finland? Answer The country was originally made for fishing What do fish have? Fins Thus Finland Another question What about Finnish people? Are they in on the conspiracy? Answer No. People from Finland genuinely believe they're from Finland. In reality, they are from small towns on either the eastern part of Sweden, the western part of Russia, or the northern part of Estonia. Jesus. So all the people who speak Finnish and are from Finland. No, they're not. That's just what they want you to think. Uh, Question, why do other countries go along with it? Answer, at first it was a sign of goodwill between Western countries and the Soviet Union, a bargaining chip that could be played. But Finland has since evolved to something much more, an idealistic placeholder for what countries should aspire to. No country should so consistently place first in education, healthcare, gender equality, literacy rates, 
national stability, the least corrupt government in the world, and freedom of the press. It is a concept for countries and people to aspire to. But that's where the problems about Finland's existence is disputed, because no country in the world could possibly be that good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that in itself is what makes me think the only credible evidence it's too good it's too good yeah it's a paradise i just love that that's part of the explanation like this theory works because finland is too good it's too good it's too good it can't be real nowhere on earth is that good (laughs) except for i guess eastern sweden western russia and northern estonia (laughs) that's that's kind of where this thing starts to fall apart right is let's roll with finland isn't real let's just roll with that as the truth for a moment sure sure. people who then think they're finnish are among the happiest people on the planet and are doing well and are living well and are thriving even though they're technically split among three other countries that uh, one of them is currently at war with Ukraine and somehow the Western Russians who believe they're Finnish would have to, one, be unaware that they're involved in this war, two, speak the same language as people in northern Estonia and eastern Sweden, and three, be happy existing that way. I mean, at that point, they are just their own. Yeah, even if they are just Finnish, that if it's evolved to a point where even if that even if that was true, at this point, Finland right, is just right. Thing. Because you know, if they did have bad education or bad healthcare, or there was no gender equality or whatever, in even one of those three areas that are allegedly fake Finland, then the whole thing falls apart. But also, I'm not presenting this as a, you know. I don't believe it. <laughs> I know Finland's real. Right, 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 right. So, <laughs> just funny that it turned into like this giant... Yeah, it's like a very big deal. Um, there was an Ask Reddit thread. The title was, What did your parents show you to do that you assumed was completely normal only to later discover that it was not normal at all? And a user who goes by RareGans wrote, Oh God, here goes. Well, firstly, they say that the actual place of Finland is just eastern Sweden. Helsinki is in eastern Sweden, and when people fly there, it's not like they would notice. World maps are altered as it's a UN conspiracy to keep people believing in Finland. And the idea that an entire country is made up seems so bizarre that nobody would ever believe it, which makes it easier to do. Finland's main company, Nokia, is apparently owned by the Japanese, and they're a main player in this. Now, as for why people would want to invent Finland as a country, that's a bit more in-depth, and there are a few reasons as to why Sweden and Russia go along with it, but it's mostly to do with Japanese fishing rights. You see, the Japanese love their sushi, but tight fishing regulations and public outcry mean they can't fish as much as they want. So after the Cold War, they agreed with Russia create a landmass called Finland. After all, if people thought there was a country there, nobody would expect the Japanese to be harpooning whales, would they? The fish are then transported through Russia, where a small percentage of the food is given to the population. They were, of course, starving at the time, and then is shipped to Japan under the, under the disguise of Nokia products. Japan is apparently one of the world's largest importers of Nokia products, despite the fact that nobody there owns a Nokia phone, apparently. The crux of all this, however, and my favorite part, 
is the homage that the Japanese gave to the entire conspiracy theory. What do fish have? Fins. Therefore, they named their imaginary country Finland. There are loads more that they go on about, but I can't remember it all at the moment. They then later edited the post. So it says, edit, thanks for the gold. I'm amazed how big this has gotten. I told my parents, and although they don't really understand Reddit, they're glad that the truth is being put out there for people I to mean, make their own. there is a lot to that. And, like, it's all not... Like, it tracks. I could buy it if it was one island, not a whole country. Right. Right. Absolutely. If there was, like, a one, like, I don't know, like, a 30-mile radius in the middle of the Pacific Ocean that Japan was like, that's a really good spot to get fish. And they made up an island. I could buy that. I don't know about all the But they've got... Yeah, it just... Finland's real. (laughs) It's real. It's a place. It's a place people live there. Um, But it goes goes further than that, because in 2017... 2017? 2018. Sorry, 2018. Vice interviewed Rare Gans, whose real name is either Jack or Jake, because the article used both names. Okay, great. It was... They called him Jack at first, called him Jake a few times in the middle, and at one point called him Jack and Jake within the same sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One, Vice, get your f***ing shit together, guys. That is an editorial big whoopsie-doo. Two, I'm going to roll with Jack, because they used Jack more often than Jake. Okay. So Jack told Vice, I was about eight or nine, and my parents casually brought it up one morning when we were watching the news and Finland was mentioned. I can't remember the exact wording at the time, but the gist of it was that Finland didn't exist. It didn't seem that big of a deal to me at the time because when you're a kid, your parents' word is gospel. And then, as I said, that eventually led to the creation of the r slash Finland conspiracy subreddit. The tagline is the truth is Finley veiled. (laughs) Jack also told Vice he doesn't believe in this conspiracy theory. <laughs> and he says he thinks like 90% of the people on the subreddit are just taking the piss and joking. The other 10% actually do believe that Finland is not real. Well, it seems like a, a flat earth type conspiracy where it has a huge following, but are most of the people that are part of these communities just are doing it there for, for the shits? memes. They're there for the memes and the shit yeah. posts. Yeah. He said to Vice, a lot of Finnish people have messaged me about this. Ironically, since the theory came out, I've learned more about Finland and Finnish culture than I think I ever would have. I think a lot of people have. One person even offered to fly me out to Finland a couple years back to prove to me that it exists, but I never took him up on the offer. Which, big mistake in my opinion yeah i would you should have went and stayed if someone offered to fly me out to finland tomorrow i would tell my mom find another ride to your hernia surgery i'm going to finland (laughs) oh my god so okay so this is where it kind i'm kind of deviating from the theory but there's this thing called pose law it originated in 2005 on christianforums.com when a user named nathan poe commented on a thread about creationism, saying, Without a winking smiley or other blatant display of humor, it is utterly impossible to parody a creationist in such a way that someone won't mistake it for a genuine article. And I think it's a really interesting point because expressing sarcasm on the internet has always been a very weird gray area. I think recently we started using like the upside down smiling emoji as sarcasm or on Twitter you'll see like slash S at the end of somebody's tweet. 
But other than that, we still don't have a good way of kind Yeah, because of- I, I feel like most people that do want to say anything sarcastic or satirical don't want to put the emoji at the end. Because then it just, like, defeats the purpose. Right, exactly. Yeah, the point of satire is to point out the flaws. And there may be people stupid enough to believe it. It's the risky run. Just like me saying, whoa, 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 what's going on YouTube? I mean, exactly that. (laughs) It's exactly that. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be good. It's just the irony of it. You could hand someone a a copy of, you know, a a very naive person. You could hand them a copy of Slaughterhouse-Five. And tell them it's a non-fiction book. And there's enough real stuff in there about, like, Dresden and World War II that you, they, you know, someone could. <laughs> in theory. <laughs> in theory, someone could do that, despite the fact that there's time-traveling alien stuff in that book. But, but, like, the big differentiator is that it's billed as a fiction book, and it's in bookstores. But when somebody tweets something, or, you know, or, they, or even just, you know, they write a blog post or whatever, if it's satirical and there's no indication, eventually someone's going to come around and think it's real. Well, it's like uh, it's like a, a grandma reposting an Onion article to, the, to Facebook, thinking that it's real. I but. got duped the other day. I was on Twitter, and I looked at the trending hashtags, and one of them was, um, I forget, uh, I forget the exact wording. It was like, unban the onion or something like that. Uncancel the onion. I don't, something about the onion not being allowed on Twitter anymore was the gist of it. And when I clicked it, I, it was a hashtag that the onion started. <laughs> Classic onion. Article. Classic and I was like, onion. oh, they got me. I was like, oh man, why was the onion banned on Twitter? <laughs> I was like, damn it, oh, they weren't. They weren't. They, they were weren't. just being themselves again. Yeah, the idea of like nuance and sarcasm being lost is not new to us, right. obviously. The earliest thing that I could find was in 1983, pre-internet, it was called Usenet, which was a Unix-to-Unix dial-up network. This guy, and I, re- I really, they, the Wikipedia just calls him by his name to the point where I was like, should I know who this is? But when I Googled the guy's name, it, brought, it just brought up, like, random LinkedIn profiles. And then I even tried this guy's name and then Usenet, and it didn't bring up anything relevant. So I'm really sorry to Jerry Schwartz if you are somebody important to the development of the Internet. I could not find any information about you. So as far as I'm aware, Jerry Schwartz was just a dude on Usenet in 1983 who wrote, Avoid sarcasm and facetious remarks. Without the voice inflection and body language of personal communication, these are easily misinterpreted. A sideways smile has become widely accepted on the net as an indication that, quote-unquote, I'm only kidding. If you submit a satiric item without this symbol, no matter how obvious the satire is to you, do not be surprised if people take it seriously. Is that why boomers do weird smiley faces when they say weird shit? I think it is. Now we just need to figure out the ellipse thing. I, dude, I... Hey, dot, dot, dot. Like, it sounds like they're either dying or, like, so beyond mad or confused about you. It's so weird. If I see dot, dot, dot attached to anything, it's an immediate anxiety attack. That just... That's a visual thing that is... That's a visual trigger that's going to give me an anxiety attack is dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it totally depends who it's from. It's going to be either an anxiety attack, you know, if your significant other texts you, hey, dot, 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 oh, no, oh, no. Kill me, just kill me now. Or, yeah, or the opposite, if I'm your significant other and I say, hey, dot, 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 it's either something serious or I'm gearing up for a real bad pun. (laughs) 
Which I either way be anxious about it, I guess. What's it's interesting that this dates back way, way farther than that, too, because there were satirists, um, authors like Mark Twain. Right, yeah, and his books have been controversial since they were written because... Because some people would have had to have picked them up, read them, and thought, is this guy serious? But yeah, no, you're totally right. It's like people just missed the point of these things, which have been analyzed. At this point, there's no excuse, because we talk about it so much. But uh, Wikipedia basically sums up Poe's law in one sentence, saying, Without a clear indicator of the author's intent, every parody of extreme views can be mistaken by some readers for a sincere expression of the views being parodied. In any media. Movies, too. Movies, too. Movies are huge. I mean, some people really hate movies that they completely miss. Or some people worship characters like Walter White or Jordan Belfort without understanding the point. Right. And the funny thing about Jordan Belfort is he's a real dude. <laughs> he's a guy. He's an actual <laughs> fucking dude. But that movie makes him out. Like, it is not glorifying him. And he still, he himself is making TikToks now being like, yeah, I'm the fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Like, dude, Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of them. <laughs> we all saw you, man. We all saw Leonardo DiCaprio being you. There's like a very, it's it's all the alpha male guys that worship him too. It's the same, it's the grind set. Gary V, and like, ah, yeah. yeah, the pheromones attract females, stupid assholes. And it's, and it's, and it's to their credit too, like the fact that you can still enjoy it so much while missing the point is awesome. <laughs> the fact that you can go in and be like, this thing that blatantly makes fun of me is dope. Hey man, welcome okay. to the world of being self, <laughs> you're a self parody, bud. That's yep. awesome for you. That just, Yeah. We need people like that. You do, but, man, it'd be so much better without them. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, it's yin and yang, man. We gotta have it. It is. We, I think sometimes we have a little too much yang. Yeah. Or yin. Or yin. Or I don't want to be... I don't want that to sound racist. We can have too much yeah. yin or yang. <laughs> it's, it's all equal, equal yin and yang. We want equal amounts of yin and yang. If you have too much yin, probably bad. Too much yang, also very bad. <laughs> Just Good save. Don't Good don't clip that out so that I sound <laughs> xenophobic. Is what I'm getting at. I don't want anyone being like, "Yeah, there's too much yang." And then anyway, anyway, in 2017, uh, Wired, the the magazine Wired, they called Poe's Law 2017's most important internet phenomenon. Which, hmm. uh, you know, I mean, that was 12 years after it even became a thing. And that was because of the election. influx of belief. Yeah, the, the Trump election, the influx and in belief in, like, QAnon conspiracy theories, the Pizzagate thing. All oh, of that okay, stuff yeah. ends up being part of Poe's Law. Because, you know, I think most people, uh, most sensible people and... If I alienate a part of our audience here, I'm not upset about it. Most <laughs> rational people are like, yeah, the vaccines are a good thing and Trump was a bad president. And if you disagree with that statement, sorry, bye. I'm not going to tolerate it. But um, there are, you know, that's that's like a more serious example of Poe's Law where like, the, especially QAnon becoming this big thing. I found a few more examples that are actually along the same lines as Finland not existing. 
I'm going to be honest, all of them are blank does not exist. And these are, <laughs> you know, they just turn into conspiracy theories. The first one I found was giraffes don't exist. Giraffes. It was a satirical subreddit that says giraffes are government drones because, quote unquote, how can a mutated leopard moose camel with a 40 foot neck actually be real? I've seen, I've fed the giraffes. Yeah, I've gone through Living Treasures Animal Wild Park and handed giraffes carrots and they've wrapped their weird purple tongues around them and I felt right. it. You can't fake a tongue that real. I've been yeah. to the adult mart. You cannot fake a tongue that realistic. Anyway, one time a friend of ours tried like 30 different kinds of flavored lubes at the adult mart. So I've seen, you know, I'm not weird for going there and right. feeling right. the fake tongues. So, because I didn't eat the lube. No, absolutely. That's yeah, someone totally else normal. did that. Someone else did that. So I did the normal stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. Another theory Australia doesn't exist. This one originated in 2006. And oh my God, shocker. The Flat Earth Society promoted this one. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wow, whoa, 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 I don't believe you. <laughs> the most trustworthy organization on the Flat Earth. They said that Australia is an imaginary land enforced by a huge... <laughs> this is my favorite part. Australia is a quote, quote, unquote, 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 imaginary land enforced by quote, unquote, 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 a really secret government agency. <laughs> a really secret. They're really secret. They're, guys. Re- they're not just regular secret. I feel like secret in nature is right. an end of the <laughs> spectrum. You can't be really secret. You're a secret or you're not. I guess if you're secret, no one's talking about you if you're truly secret. But that doesn't make you really secret. <laughs> that would just make you secret. Maybe the CIA is not secret, they're seedy. Or. They're just a government agency, and we're not supposed to know everything because we're not government. Another similar theory is the, uh, and I I did eventually want to do a full episode on this, but I I really don't think it's worth the time because of the nature of it. Birds aren't real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought about it too, but just... (laughs) So the whole point of birds aren't real is that it is making fun of stuff like QAnon and misinformational conspiracy theory. So it's like not even worth diving into it because... Right. It's just a parody of these baseless internet theories. Yeah, and they're very upfront about that. Yeah. So I respect it. So yeah, it's not worth... Very big kudos to the birds aren't real folk. The feather folk. But I'm not going to do a whole episode. And the last one I found along the same lines was that Wyoming doesn't exist. And you'd think, based on previous <laughs> based on previous theories, that this was also a satire. Oh no. But it isn't. Oh no. I found an AP news article. Whoa. And it revealed to me that the R slash Wyoming doesn't exist subreddit has twenty four thousand members and that is double the amount of members the official Wyoming subreddit has. Oh, no. The core of this theory is that Wyoming is such a big state, but so few people live there that it's not hard to imagine it isn't even a thing. <laughs> and people who believe in this will ask questions like, well, have you ever met someone from Wyoming? And have you ever been to Wyoming? And most people say no to both of those things. 
That's so, fair. I, I, I say both to both of those. I say no. Right. I say and no you travel both. more than I do because I've been in, to a very limited number of geographical locations. Let's go to Wyoming. We should. We should go to Wyoming just to prove it. The, uh, it, the Associated Press actually interviewed one of the subreddit's moderators. His name was Wyatt Brisbane. And he told them that it started off completely away from Reddit. When he was in high school, him and his friends had a running joke where they would just go, Wyoming, it's not real. Lowest in population, last in the alphabet, lowest of all the lists. It's not real. It's all a big conspiracy. And then he found other people online who were also saying the Wyoming's not real and they started a subreddit. Jeez. And I, I just, I think it's so funny. I think it's so funny because it's like the opposite of what you and I were saying about the Jersey Devil and the Hat Man. Where we were like, oh, these things are real because they're so prevalent and they have been so culturally dominant. And like the Jersey Devil is on NewJersey.com. Like it's a part of New Jersey history, real or not real from a uh, a tangible physical perspective. Right. That we were like, yeah, I mean, it's real. It's real one way or another. It's real in people's mind. And the Hat Man was the same way. He's, you know, even if you want to say the Hat Man is a figment of everybody's imagination around the world, the fact that that many people have seen the Hat Man means that it's real in some capacity. This is the exact opposite thing where it's like, because... Wyoming is so <laughs> scarcely <laughs> populated. We've only ever read about Wyoming, therefore it can't be real. They interviewed people from Wyoming and they were just they were <laughs> so upset about it. I bet. <laughs> they were like pissed. Like, what the f***? I'm literally right here and I live here. <laughs> Dallin Brazelton is the person they interviewed. And they are the um, they are one of the moderators of the Wyoming Does Not Exist subreddit. And they said, this is the only thing that Wyoming Wyomingites have. We're not super prevalent in the media for anything else. This is our thing. I know a lot of people from Wyoming who are super interested in this idea because it's finally our chance to be in the spotlight. But I also think it's just fun for people to be part of a quote unquote conspiracy theory that doesn't harm anybody. Fair enough. That is all of the... And that's everything I have for this this week's theory. It's just it's, interesting the the idea that a whole place, a whole country, could not exist. In a, a, what what would go into faking the existence of and a the country? idea that like <laughs> every part of the UN eventually found out, and they all just went, "Oh yeah, we should keep this going." <laughs> Who are they keeping it going from themselves? Right. And also the idea that they would all decide what the perfect country is and then not implement those laws. Yeah. Like yeah. they look at like yeah. they go, "Oh, they go, "Oh, what if what if we did this for the for the education system and we had gender equality and we had all these amazing things." And everyone goes, "Yeah, that would be amazing. Perfect. Let's not do it." Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to do it, but wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be great? Like, just do it then. Just do that. So with all of that being said, I would like to offer two things to the people of Finland. One, a sincere apology from this American citizen to you folk. 
for one of our people perpetuating the idea that you're not real. I believe in you, Finland, or Suomi, if that's what you want to be if called. Yeah, if you guys are more online with that, we're if cool that's with what, that, too. Yeah, if that's your jam, that's my jam. I'll put it all up on my toast. Right. And number two, I'd like to say to the people of Finland, I don't think you're a real country, and the only <laughs> way you can prove it to me is flying me out there to see it for myself. And I won't take no for an answer. If you don't do it, you're not real. Yeah. So you got if, an easy decision to make. If none of the Finns fly me and Nick out to Finland, it's a fake country. Step up, Finland, or step down from your position as the happiest country on earth. On an unrelated note, bathwater sales are at an all-time low. <laughs> that and that implies that there there were like dips and valleys. <laughs> that implies that there were like there was more than just nothing. At one point, we're negative. We're negative. On we're in the. Place. I bought some of our bathwater. <laughs> I bought some just to get the <laughs> metrics up, but now I am. In but now bed. we're in the hole. Yeah. We're in the hole. So it's really, it's a really tragic situation. We are we have negative sales of bathwater <laughs> because I bought some. <laughs> I bought one of my own, which is insane because I just gave myself money. You know what's more upsetting? I only bought yours. I didn't buy my own. I didn't buy the hybrid kind. I only bought yours. I wanted to do a taste test. I put all three in clear glasses and mixed them around, and I wanted to see which one tasted the best. Which one tasted the best? Well, like many things, the hybrid. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. It just it has both best of both worlds. Your acidity, your natural <laughs> acidity, <laughs> and the baseness of my sweat. It's really, the pH is out of this world you can't get a better ph i guess i guess what i'm trying to get to here is two things is we really want to go to finland right it sounds amazing and um the benefit for our listeners is there are so many saunas in finland that you're you're getting like premium bath water if somehow we we get to finland our bathwater will be uh, amazing. It's basically a second-hand trip to Finland at that point. Yeah, absolutely is. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, we'll brand it as Austin and Nick's Finnish bathwater. Right, Finnish bathwater. We will, um, it'll be a limited release. Right. There will, there will only be one, <laughs> 100, uh, what's the number? There will be 187,888 vials of bathwater, each one from an in, an individual lake in Finland. And when supplies are gone, they're gone. You know, we, we will take one bath in each of the lakes in Finland and then bottle it up and send it to you directly. So not only are you getting Austin and Nick conspiracy realist bathwater you're also getting trademark this copyright a taste of finland <laughs> you're getting a taste of 
Finland. It is the happiest country on the planet. You are getting a taste of it. So anyway, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Conspiracy Realists. If you want more of that Conspiracy Realist, just that, that, mm, ooh, that goodness, that uh, fondue, the, the fondue, the ganache, the ganache, <laughs> oh, you want it. If you want more, <laughs> that shit, check out our website at conspiracyrealist.ghost.io, where we have been semi-frequently posting stuff <laughs> about conspiracy we theories. We try. We try. Life's we busy. Try. Hey, life's busy. We got jobs. And to all the Finns out there, yo, what it is. Invite me over. Take me to Finland. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Or right, folks. Sorry. I'm sorry. I should be more inclusive. I I do, uh, I do unfortunately default to a heteronormative cisgender point of view sometimes and, and I, I say hey guys and I, I do mean to include everybody there but I know that language is not inclusive so hey folks hey people hey humans I like hey humans actually I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with that hey humans thanks for listening to this episode of Conspiracy Realists if you enjoyed it please give us a three star or more rating on your app of choice. I won't beg for five. I would prefer five, but I understand three. Send us an email of uh, duck pictures and nothing else. Nothing else. To two guys, one truth at gmail.com. Tune in next week. We'll have another one for you. Share this on uh, MySpace. Yo, yo mama. Share this. Spread this. Spread this on your mama's thighs. Checkmate, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>